0: Welcome to This Week in MTG with your hosts, Matt Olson, JB, and Danny Oakstead. Hello and welcome, magic folk, to episode number 54 of This Week in MTG, your aggregate news source for all things Magic the Gathering. We are your hosts, I am Matt Olson, over there we have no Danny Oakstead. But over there we do have JB the janky boggle. Hey there. Uh Danny, unable to join us tonight. He had Danny things to do. So hit him up and be like, Danny, stop having Danny things to do.
1: <laughs> right. We don't want to be grown ups.
0: Yeah, yeah, here we are again, doing this on our doing this on our own, without Big Daddy Danny keeping us in line. <laughs> We're in trouble, folks. Let's see if we can do it. Let's start off by talking about the breakdown. Well, actually, before we go into the breakdown, we want to thank our lovely sponsor, J-Dubs Sports Card and Gaming, located at the West Acres Mall in Fargo, North Dakota here. They have magic product galore and singles galore. They have bulk boxes where you can choose cards from. So many cars. They're updated frequently. They're checked on frequently. Prices are always updated. Very friendly store environment. A couple other things here. With their singles, they are doing a bounty program right now where you get an extra 10% in-store credit for anything on their bounty list, which is uh, noted in their case. Uh, Fetches and shocks currently are on that list. And has anything else
1: been added recently? Nothing at all I was just in there today And their uh, case is getting pretty full There's only like two or three things I think That are out for a bounty
0: Wow, the bounties are working People are coming and selling their cards
1: Right, the shocks are full
0: Oh, y'all Y'all get in there J-Dubs has full shocks Get in there, and buy them and let, and let Josh know that This Week at MTG sent you that way Also, another thing that J-Dubs does Is They help you get your cards graded through either Beckett or PSA. They have a form that you fill out online, or if you go in in person, you can fill it out in person, and they get their cards sent to those grading sites in bulk, and they get a pretty good deal, and you actually save a lot of money because, one, you're not the one that sends it in through the mail, and you have to pay pay for shipping and handling and all that stuff. It's just a flat fee. You send it in, you get sent out uh danny himself he has his mox diamond from uh from the vault relics going and getting graded right now we can't ask him how that's going because danny is not here right now (laughs) we're in trouble (laughs) but thank you jdub sports card and gaming for sponsoring us go check them out links in the description down below Uh, So let's move into that breakdown and tell you about what this episode is going to be all about. We have event results, uh, which pretty much revolves around, resolves, revolves around.
1: (laughs) You're not a magic
0: player. (laughs) the, The Mythic Invitational. The winner was decided. Be excited. Then probably there we'll also be talking about some of the issues that the Mythic Invitational was experiencing this weekend as well. Then we're going to talk about some news with delays and commander stuff. And the list for set boosters has fully been released. After that, we jump into the finance section where we talk about the weekly winners brought to us through mtgstocks.com. And then we close off with a very spicy Uh, modern Yorion deck. So stick around and let's pass it over to the Boggle Desk.
1: Yeah, so the Mythic Invitational happened. That was a thing. Playing on Arena, Historic. Good times, good times. So, in a major from behind upset... (laughs) Can you call it an upset? I think
0: Seth is pretty happy about this,
1: right? So he came from behind, from all the way from the lower bracket, came all the way up, beat Gabriel and the We got Seth Manfield. Yeah, my air horns are better. Don't <laughs> worry. It looks like he was playing Salty mid-range. A lot of arrows and Hydra Crises.
0: Yeah, Historic is a heck of a format right now. You got, you know, Girl Spirals allowed in this format, and then you have things like Thoughtseize and Maelstrom Pulse. Just goes to show you that uh, straight up grind, an attrition-based deck like this still holds up.
1: Right. Especially because some of the rest of the field we had Jun Sacrifice, Rakdos Arcanist, Jun Citadel, Jun Sacrifice, Jun Sacrifice, Mono Red Goblins, and Mono Black Gift.
0: I gotta look at that Mono Black Gift.
1: Right? I was just thinking to myself, like, whoa, what? Who has the Mono
0: Black Gift? Oh no. It's in the selected deck. Go back,
1: right there. Oh, mono black God Pharaoh's gift. Oh, okay. That's Doi. why I was like, "What?" I was like, "Gift." That's I forgot in historic. I was like, "Then that wouldn't be mono black." Okay, God Pharaoh's gift.
0: That's what makes this mono blacked gift run by Matt Nass. God, that deck looks so good. It got Spow it's Massacre Worms, Ravenous Chupacabra. It's cheopy. Everybody loves a good choopy. Mm-hmm. I love ravenous chupacabra, especially blinking it. Oh my god. Right? Or in this case, eternalizing it. <laughs> you get you essentially get eight you can get eight chupacabras like at best. Heck yeah. Which really says a lot. But yeah, congratulations to everybody who participated in the uh, in the Mythic Invitational. Seth Manfield, Gabriel Nassif, Luis Delvado, uh, uh, Canister, Gregors Kowalski, <laughs> and I know was Canister. I can't say names very well. I apologize. David Steinberg, Luis Scott Vargas with Jun Sacrifice, Ken Yukihiro with the Monorad Goblins, and Madness, as I said, with... Uh, Black Gifts.
1: Good stuff right there. Even though I don't play a lot of Arena. I don't know. I'm just burnt out on it. I've been playing some Historic recently.
0: I've been using that uh, Grixis midrange deck. <laughs> Br- brought to our attention by Wade97 from the Discord. Plug, plug. Join, you, the, join
1: the Discord. You dirty net decker. <laughs> it's pretty fun. So that'll... uh. That'll take care of our past events here. Doesn't look like we have any big upcoming events. Um, Are the Star City Challenges still going on? That's still a thing?
0: Yes, Star City Challenges are still a thing. Uh, Oh, let's double check here real quick.
1: Also, uh, Mana Trader Series still going on until the 22nd, I believe, is qualifying. So get in there. Play some modern. Try and qualify. You could win, what is it, up to like four grand. It's fun. Yeah, challenges are
0: going online right now between the 7th through the 25th. Challenge period number six for SEG Tour Online. Uh, 2 p.m. is their happy hour where you get 50% off entry. I think that's one of their new things that they started to do this second season. I can't remember if that was something that they did in the first season, but remember, this qualifies you for the Zendikar Rising Qualifier Weekends and Championships. I'll take 50% off. Right? And it's Historic at 2 p.m., so you get 50% off to qualify in Historic.
1: Don't you want to do Historic Boggles? There's nothing really good for Historic Boggles. Mm. I'm
0: assuming historic DNT is not much of a thing either. Then for you, nope. <laughs> uh, yeah, links in the description below for SEG Tour Online Challenges. So let's uh, jump into the news here and start off with a blog tag of the week, brought to us— uh, not brought to us. Well, I mean, kind of brought to us. Uh, user from Tumblr Stud Yagmoth asked Do you know who holds the record for the most banned cards per card design is it still you Mark replies As a percentage Richard should have that hands down his he he is number 2 overall and I've designed a lot more cards than him Yeah that's something to, that's something I never really thought about is who makes the who's designed the most broken cards to get banned
1: well, honestly, Oko should count for, like, five. <laughs> what about cards like Mental Misstep, then? And uh,
0: Blazing Shoal? Yeah. Two. Two? Well, hear it here, folks, man. JB believes that Oko should count way more than most cards. That card never should have gotten printed. Next in the news, wizards announced uh, last Thursday, Wednesday. The ninth was Wednesday. Last Wednesday that there's going to be some production issues. not really not really surprised at this. Uh, so here is the article quote. Due to production issues, some Zendikar Rising and Commander Legend products will experience delays at launch. Initial allocations of Zendikar Rising will be arriving in North American locations in two waves. The first wave will be at the intended launch launch date of September 25th. The second wave will arrive in stores 7-10 to days after the first wave's launch. As a result, some locations may experience limited availability until the second wave arrives. Additionally, Zeneca Rising bundles in North America and the Asia-Pacific region will be delayed and will arrive in stores as soon as possible, though they are unlikely to be available at launch. So a little side note here. Is the bundles then specifically just like getting a bunch of draft boosters, set boosters, and the commander? Products, is 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 that my understanding of the Zeneca Rising bundles for North America and Asia Pacific?
1: Yeah, they revamp in the fat pack, or like what goes in the fat pack, or is it the promo card that they always have in it? Oh, yeah, it's the bundles, huh? That's what they're called now. They're not fat packs, or bundles. Yeah, right there. they're not. They're not. Never, can't
0: call them fat packs. Never mind. Thank you for <laughs> thank you for figuring that out for me, JB. Uh, production delays have also pushed back the release of commander legends collector boosters which will now release november 20th this shift only affects collector boosters all other commander legend products are still on track to be released november 6th however in the asia pacific region commander decks associated with commander legends will be releasing on the 20th november 20th so Asia-Pacific not getting collector boosters and the commander decks associated with Commander Legends until the 20th. Uh, finally, last one getting tacked on here. Finally, regarding Jumpstart, we, have ex- we expect to have updates on the shipments very soon and we'll share that information as soon as we are able. We appreciate your continued patience during these delays. We know excitement for these products is high and we plan to deliver them as quickly as as possible under the circumstances
1: damn covid (sighs) yeah yeah gotta fuck everything up yeah pretty much the fact that it's you know
0: a lot of a lot of warehouses and uh shipment uh shipment delivery businesses are also like cut in half uh of of workers you know Makes sense. There's going to be delays, but this seems to be on like the production end. Since everything else is getting delayed, can't imagine that it's on the
1: delivery end of it. Right. Tell them to start printing faster.
0: Ooh, a uh, little side note. I don't think we mentioned this last week. Here, I'm going to tack this in here. Magic is doing a uh, a sh- uh, a story they're adding stories to uh, to, to their uh, news archives where an episode, a story, a chapter will be released on Wednesday and Friday. One will uh, talk about the main story of Zendikar Rising in this case. And the second one will be a more detailed story of like a character and they'll follow them for a little bit. And it's supposed to go for uh, eight episodes each. So 16, 16 chapters or whatever just thought I'd tack that in right now. Uh, that's a thing. Uh, have you, I'm assuming you haven't read those stories then yet. JBA? No. Not much of a Vorthos, are you? A what? A Vorthos. Someone who likes the lore <laughs> of oh, magic. Uh, I'm not 100% positive where they get Vorthos from.
1: I'm, I'm the kind of person that when it comes to stuff like that, I I have to do it chronologically in order. So if I were to dive into the lore, like I've like I've thought would be fun to do, I myself would have to start from the very beginning and then go in order. I can't just pick a place and just jump into it. I can't do. I can no. I I'm anal. I have to do it chronologically in order. Otherwise, it bugs the piss out of me. Time to get to those uh, old
0: Thran books, then. Right, it's talking about something. Uh, dominaria from the beginning. But thought I'd tack that in here. Uh Vorthos, by the way. Uh according to player type MTG Wiki, Vorthos is the flavor player, someone focused on the craft of creative. Vorthos is characterized by appreciating cards with flavor and creative consistency. <laughs>
1: Can you read this or are your eyes too old? I don't know. Let me call Danny. <laughs> I can read a little bit of it. Go one more. Zoom one more. There. Look at that shit. That's perfect right there. Oh, man. How how far am I zoomed? Does it show me? Oh, <laughs>
0: dang it. It doesn't show me.
1: No. I'm going to guess
0: 400%. Probably. Jesus Christ. You can't see it all, JB. <laughs> Right?
1: I'm old. I can't help it. Alright, so we found this super secret list on the interweb. It is a new achievement sheet for Commander Knights for Zendikar Rising. Officially by Wizards of the Coast. Right? We're poking around in some stuff like Here, here's your digital resources blah 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 and we're like looking at stuff because we're just surprised that we could get into it because we're not a store and Matt's like ooh what's this? Let's click on it and it's like oh my god this is kind of cool what makes this so cool JB? there's special rules rules? there's special rules rules for what? for commander knights oh do tell Mm-hmm. they're optional though <laughs> so October 5th through the 11th each player may play an additional land during each of their turns October 19th through the 25th kick spells cost two colorless less to cast November 16th through the 22nd all rogues have death touch that's crazy <laughs> Crazy talk. November 30th through December 6th, all warriors get plus two, plus two. December 14th through the 21st, all wizards have flying. And January 11th through the 17th, all clerics have lifelink. That's just crazy talk. It also has some achievements here as well
0: that you can check off, uh, quickly before we jump into that. Uh, the thing on this Commander Knight Zendikar Rising uh, checkoff list, it says complete achievements from the list below to win special prizes. When you've checked off 6, present the list to your organizer for a reward. Once you've completed 11, present your list again for an even better prize. So check with your local LGS, like if you all do like a commander uh, a Commander event weekly, uh, at this rate probably over spell table, you know, like print this off, check it out. Uh, they'll probably supply your LGS. Will probably supply it to you, so that way you can check it out and start winning surprises. Maybe check your LGS. This is not not everybody's going to be doing this, but let's check out these achievements here real quick. Achievement number one: control two or more commanders. Achievement number two: have five or more lands enter the battlefield under your control in a single turn.
1: Good lord!
0: It's not that hard. You got like escape shift Band, Escape Shift. Oh, I suppose scapeshift. And then uh, Boundless Realms, you sack lands, and then, or no, you don't sack lands with Boundless Realms. You just have basic lands energy the battlefield equal to the number of lands you control, so.
1: That's terrible.
0: You have things to do with that. That's a terrible idea. Stop giving people <laughs> ideas. Control 10 or more legendary permanents. That's not going to be hard for magic players. No. Play both sides of a double-faced card in one game. I don't think this has to be... Uh, Like the modal double face cards, this could be the transforming double face cards. M, D, F, C, and the T, D, F, C. Transform double face cards. Oh, I was
1: like, what? Oh. Yeah. Th- the were... flip cards. The flip cards. Quit trying to get all fancy <laughs> and confusing. They're flip cards, damn it. Okay, modal cards and flip
0: cards. So that could include the, the Origin Planeswalkers and Nicol Bolas, or the Werewolves or Vampires or Eldrazi from uh, Shadows over Innistrad or any Innistrad block. Win a game of Commander <laughs> with only one life. <laughs> Oof, yeah. That one's going to be hard to do, right? Uh, kick two spells on the same turn. Attack all opponents with three or more creatures each in one turn. Have a full party, which is a cleric, a rogue, a warrior, and a wizard. Create five or more creature tokens in one turn. Oh my god. Have ten or more double-faced cards on the battlefield or in your graveyard. So it can't be and or, so it has to be ten on the field or ten in your graveyard. Maybe you'll have a better chance of having them in your graveyard. Cast the cast spell portions. Right. Cast five or more spells in one turn. In, in one turn. Storm decks. You got this. Control a creature with three or more equipment and or is attached to it. Hey, there you go. Get your get your boggle commander deck right ready there, JB. Siona. It's on. <laughs> So yeah, there all in all there are 12. there's twelve total achievements. And you complete six, you get something good. You complete 11, you get something even better. A slap in the face. Ooh, hopefully not (laughs) that. That doesn't doesn't sound too promising. (laughs) But yeah, that's super cool. These commander events, uh, we found that off of the uh, Wizards Play Network. They have a bunch of other uh, downloadable stuff like posters and flyers of Zeneca Rising uh, information. banners and stuff you could just print off oh and also a graphic of the booster
1: breakdowns i know what the good prize is what's the good prize half a booster of ixalan (laughs) (laughs) you heard it here first folks everybody
0: it's half a box of ixalan no
1: no not half a box half a booster literally half the pack
0: that's the best prize when you get 11 of those achievements exactly that's what you
1: get <laughs> oh my god here you worked really hard we're gonna slap you in the face
0: yeah that's uh that's a big old slap in the face right there
1: have a colossal dreadma <laughs> hey
0: now don't you dare throw <laughs> a colossal dreadma under the bus like that he's our lord and savior oh god <laughs> Uh It has dawned on me that we forgot to talk about these technical difficulties when we were talking about the mythic invitational. This is what happens when we go in show note show note order.
1: Right? God damn it, Danny. <laughs> <He's supposed sighs> to... You killing me, kid. Danny, why you do this to us? Yeah. Do you Just think... sitting there in silence. Do you think?
0: do you think he's gonna listen to this?
1: Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Our words mean nothing he can't hear us tanay oh, oh i can't do that otherwise he's gonna be really pissed if he does listen
1: <laughs> hey no then we'll know if he actually does oh true listen. Listen. oh Danny boy the pipes the pipes they're calling that's how that goes right <laughs> right right you got it you're good the news, the news, we're calling.
0: The boggles, the boggles and Matt are calling. There we go. We're getting there. <laughs> uh, so, there are some technical difficulties for the broadcasting of the Myth- Mythic Invitational on Sunday. Yesterday, we recorded this Monday night. Uh, on the Magic Esports Twitter. Yesterday at 2 p.m. they announced that today's broadcast will not be moving forward as scheduled. We're experiencing issues in sending signals from our main show switch out to transmission that are preventing us from broadcasting the show live. Due to the time zone difference between players, we already have begun to pre-record matches. Play will continue and recording will be made available for viewing at a later date. We sincerely apologize for the inconvenience and disappointment this development may have caused our fans, viewers, and players—and boy, a lot of people were upset. But at the same time, a lot of people were uh, reinforcing Watsi to be like, "Hey, you know, stuff happens." But a lot of people are like, "This really sucks that this happened." It's like a lot. A lot of the clips and stuff are getting posted up on uh, YouTube right now. That I mean, that's how we knew that Seth Manfield won, right? But that was a that was a big kerfuffle yesterday.
1: <laughs>
0: kerfuffle, <laughs> and also in that whole awkwardness, I don't know if everybody remembers, but there was supposed to be a secret lair that got announced during the Mythic Invitational, mm-hmm. and it was supposed to be yesterday, and it kind of was yesterday, but kind of not. So what happened is, is the secret lair's website. Posted what the new Secret Lair drop is gonna be, but because of the non, not being able to broadcast everything, they were like, they took it down right away. Like it was up for a little bit, and then they dropped it, but it was too late because anything on the internet is now forever. Right, people saw it, and it it officially got released today as well. Today the fourteenth, but the Secret Lair drop is zendikar favorites welcome back to zendikar uh the secret layer is joining the adventures with these five zendikar favorites they're available for 24 hours only on september 25th in foil or regular so it seems to be like this is going to be a common thing now where you get to choose if it's going to be uh whatever secret layer that you get is going to be either foil or non-foil so pringles or tortillas I'm all for tortillas, man. So on this Zendikar revisited showcase, uh, where it's the the new the uh five fan favorites, we have a a domination angel, which is white 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 three for a six six angel flying landfall uh when a land ETB's you uh, under your control you may exile target non-land permanent other than a domination angel and then when a domination angel leaves the battlefield return all cards exiled with it to the battlefield under their owner's control also they have royal elemental which is a blue 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 3 mana 3/2 three, elemental flying that has landfall when a land enters the battlefield under your control you may gain control of target creature for as long as you control royal elemental next we have zulaport cutthroat black one 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 human rogue ally when zulaport cutthroat or another creature you control dies each opponent loses one life and you gain one life warren instigator red red one for a 1-1 one, one Goblin Berserker with Double Strike, when it deals damage to an opponent, you may put a Goblin Creature card from your hand onto the battlefield. And then finally, drumroll please, you guessed it, Avenger of Zendikar. Need I say more? You make plants equal to the number of lands you control when it ETBs, and Landfall puts a plus-one counter on each of those plants. Ooh. So again, the uh, regular is twenty nine ninety nine. The foil one is thirty nine ninety nine. So essentially, it's ten dollars more. So each foil is two dollars more valuable than the non foil cards
1: for the non foil tortillas. Ten dollars more for something that's going to look like goddamn Pringle when it cut when it finally gets to you eight months later. Oh, speaking of, <laughs> I'm assuming you haven't received my secret layers yet. Nope. Have you gotten any
0: update on shipping yet? I have not, so for all those out there, I was in the process of moving this summer, and I used j. b s address to make sure that uh my secret layers got to me, and I have not received them yet j. b. has not received them yet, and according to my email <laughs> uh nothing, but yeah, no, no updates. I'm more than positive if I would have saw it right away. I would have totally hit you up. But I haven't got anything. Well, what the devil? You're telling me. Yeah, and the ones that I'm supposed to get are the... uh, Tracking. Uh, the tattoo and the bolts. Oh, yeah. Yup. But let's move on and talk about... The list. The list. Dun dun dun. Insert some sort of like dramatic music here because the list. And the what list. is the list?
1: The list. The list. The list.
0: The lid. The lid. The lid. The lid, 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 lid. Stop. Warmer. Colder. Colder. Warm. Warm.
1: You're on fire. So. <laughs> What the fuck was that?
0: My wife and I, we have a very strong theory, and I think you just solidified it for us even more. Oh my god. My wife and I have a theory that any person around our age, you can say any SpongeBob reference without any context, and they will get it. Like that. JB, you are officially old. <laughs> you didn't
1: get a SpongeBob reference. <laughs> I love Spongebob, okay? Uh, what? How did you not get that one? Because I haven't watched it in a long time. I haven't either, but I know. The Lid. The Lid. The lid lid lid, lid, lid. Or how about,
0: you feeling it now, Mr. Krabs?
1: Okay, that gives it away, though.
0: Let's get back on track here. What is The List? The List? The List. The List? The List. The List. The list 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 list, list. Stop! <laughs>
1: <laughs> so the list is something special that they're doing with the set boosters in Zendikar Rising you're gonna have a certain statistic I can't remember what it is but it's certain like what? what is it one out of four I think
0: yep 25% chance to be pulling a, in the token slot of the set boosters a card from the list
1: mm-hmm which means you can get your hand on an Emrakul Talk about dumb. So the list has
0: commons, uncommons, rares, and mythics that are all throughout Magic's 27-year history. These cards are not legal in any standard format, but let's talk about some of these cards, eh? Uh, we'll kind of go down in like alphabetical order here. We have the game day promo for a braid Red one, instant, choose one. It deals three damage to target creature or destroy target artifact. Man, just use Scribe Ball. It's way better. Oh, do they got
1: it on Ball? Oh, fuck yeah, they have it on Scribe Ball. That's what I'm on. Go to all sets.
0: Oh, they got it up there. The oh. list. The list.
1: The list.
0: What? They got conspiracies on here, too? I didn't even see that one. Right? All right let us go with alphabetical again oh jeez no, i got yeah there it is the game day promo of a braid which looks really sick um one one little thing about these cards is they will also be uh, notable because they have the little planeswalker single symbol in the bottom left hand corner of the card like what mystery uh, mystery booster cards had We have Acorn Catapult, a 4-mana artifact. Pay 1, tap. Acorn Catapult deals 1 damage to target creature or player. That creature's controller or that player puts a green 1-1 Squirtle Creature token onto the battlefield. Chroma's Memorial, big 7-drop legendary artifact that gives your creatures a bunch of stuff. Alpha Kavu, which is a 3-mana 2-2, where it gets... Uh, You pay green one, it gets neg one plus one till end of turn. Not too exciting. Wait, hold on. There's 300 cards. Let's not go through all 300 cards.
1: Right, so I was like, what are you doing, man? We're going to be here for
0: like four hours. A braid, a Chroma's Memorial. Let's just kind of scroll through some of this stuff.
1: That's why I was just going to leave it where it was with the set number instead of going alphabetical. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Let's redo this whole thing all over again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let's talk about some of this list now then, shall we? So there is a conspiracy card, which is kind of bizarre that they would print in a set that's not meant to be draft drafted. Uh but yeah, there's a draft card, an
1: emercule, thought not seer. And then we got Angel's Grace. Anointer priest, council's judgment, and Eldrazi displacer.
0: Ooh. Can't can't forget about that. Uh, full arts uh, disenchant. Um, is it going to be full art though? Yeah, this is exactly Sick. the same same version that was getting printed. Sick. This was one of the uh, promos. Uh, full art promos of disenchant. Which is important to uh, to note. That's cool.
1: I'm down with that then.
0: But here's another opportunity for you to get uh, Land Tax or a Loyal Unicorn. You can get Monastery Mentor, the uh, Gideon Spellbook version of Rest in Peace. Don't forget Enlightened Tutor. Enlightened is also in there. Or the four-mana Gideon. Winds of Abandoned. The Portal 3 Kingdoms of Wrath of God. Hold on. You
1: like went way, way ahead. Well, that's the last one in white there. Right. Brainstorm's back.
0: And Brain Freeze. Uh, the Brainstorm is the Jace spellbook
1: version. Ooh, you can get the, God. Uh, the, the, what were they called again? No, the storybook art. Yeah. For Brazen storybook. Borrower.
0: Yep. Ooh, you get the Lorwyn cryptic command. Oh, God. No. I want more of those. Ooh, Eye of the Storm, Ixidor, reality shaper as well. Lorthos, the Tidemaker, originally in original Zendikar. Oh, here we go. Garrett, here's where you can get your allies. We have Jarwari, shapeshifter. That's an ally. See? There you go, bud. You get allies and send a car. You just got to open the set boosters mm-hmm. and hope that your 25% chance of getting a uh, a list card is one of the chances of getting a rare because each card from the list in a set, it's like you see it at the same frequency as you would as it is, its normal rarity. So a 25% chance of seeing a card from the list, but in that 25% chance, it's like it goes in the same rate of getting like a common uncommon rare and mythic in a normal pack mm-hmm. so you're most likely going to be getting more commons and uncommons than you are <laughs> rares and mythics right going to have to open a lot of packs there folks
1: looks like they got a sweet full art in a gate
0: yeah that's the um, uh, from the uh, when they were doing those one things that's very
1: descriptive <laughs> the The player rewards <laughs> that one thing. I'm sure they did, they did a lot of things, Matt. Oh, they have done a lot of things. <laughs> Wizards, we see you. All right. Can also get a pact negation. You can get the
0: graphic art pouncing shark in here. You can get temporal manipulation. Here is where Training Crowns is getting reprinted, folks. Ooh, look at that! Yeah, it's a thirty-dollar card, I think. It is a forty-five-dollar card. <laughs> Oof. Yeah. But here's your chance to get it because it's reprinted. You know, I can't be too upset with the fact, like, Wizards finding any spot to be putting in reprints. Super, super notable. Still, like, right? This is a card that people have been talking about wanting a reprint for Training Grounds. Yes, it's really hard to get it, again, because, yeah, even though the fact that it's uh, at a tougher rarity to be getting it, the fact that it's still getting reprints, and I do believe set boosters are going to be opened like crazy. Mm -hmm. There's no doubt in my mind that people are just going to be straight up buying these, not only for, like, getting cards off the list, but they just seem like a cool way to be open in packs. Right you also get a bloodgast. You can get a promo doomblade as well. A lot of two-mana full art promos here that you get from the player rewards back in the day. Right. Which is really cool that you can now get these a lot more a lot more accessibly. Again, uh, cuz that's uh negate
1: cruel tutors getting reprinted.
0: 10 bucks. Yeah, that negate is 10 bucks. Ooh,
1: snap. Yeah, so getting this
0: reprint might. Br- we'll definitely move it down in price, but yeah. Okay, so you said Cruel Tutor, mm-hmm. Gatekeeper of Malachir. Ooh, Endling, Doomwake Giant, Grim Haruspex, which is the. Um
1: Ugin's Fate
0: one. Yeah, the Ugin's Fate art version of it.
1: Yep. I've got that one, actually. Nice.
0: Necromancy. Oh my gosh. Ooh, Oobly- Kuresh- Oobly- that's getting printed again. Yeah, the Double Masters version. Mm -hmm. Phyrexian Obliterate Skithrix is getting reprinted here. No, stop it. Unburial, right? Vampire Nocturnus. Vampire Nighthawk. Then we got Burst Lightning, the player's reward uh, full art again. We have a full art of Forami Nomad, which was a Time Spiral full art vanilla reprint. Goblin Lore. This one's important. Uh, I think that one saw like a really huge spike at one point.
1: Because, uh, oh, geez,
0: a long time ago, not a long time ago, like last
1: year. We're also getting the Magic Fest Lightning Bolt. Yeah! That Magic Fest Lightning bolt. so good. Pyromancer Ascension. Scourge of the Throne. Simeon's Simeon Spirit, Spirit God. Guide. Yeah. Ooh. They're reprinting a lot of Adnaz pieces in this. They are. They're printing
0: a lot of good stuff in the list. Like Again, the sheer fact that these are not going to be seen as much, but the fact that they're coming out into our hands is not something to be forgotten here, folks. Mm-hmm. Also, Scred and Stone Rain. Right? There's also Awakening... Cradle Guard, E-Witness.
1: Ooh, E-Witness. Good stuff. Elvish Arc Druid.
0: Harmonize, the player reward version.
1: Helix Pinnacle. So it's was a good mana sink. Got a couple Hydras. Colonian and colony. Have Havnissa Ravine from Original Zendikar. Soul of Zendikar, yeah. Squirrel mob,
0: <laughs> Uvenwald mysteries, a green two. Let's talk about some uncommons here.
1: Wait, squirrel mob. Squirrel mob's not modern legal, is it? Nope. Damn. Should put that in squirrel herder. Then gold legacy. Do it.
0: Army of ants. Black red one 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 tap sack of land destroy target land. Grimanticore. Reprints of Chulun, Teller of Tales. Diagraph Captain.
1: Doran the Siege Tower. Yeah. I always wanted to make a commander deck <clears throat> out of him.
0: Them booty fights. Ooh, Lazav the Multifarious.
1: Ooh, Azuri.
0: Moldrotha. Mul- e? Yep. Godsire. Nickel Bolas from the uh, Masters 25 reprint, reprint art. Progenitus.
1: Frexian Tyranny. My good buddy Slimefoot. Fun story. That was my very first commander deck. Uh player reward terminates, the full art one. Ren and six.
0: Murderous Red Cap. Oh, I was just looking at this card today. Noggle hedge mage. I kid what? you not. Yeah. Okay, for those that don't know, it's a hybrid, is it two mana. Or hybrid two mana and hybrid blue red uh for a two two Noggle wizard. When it ETBs, if you control two or more islands, you may tap two target permanents. When uh when it enters the battlefield, if you control two or more mountains, you may have Noggle Hedge Mage deal two damage to target player. So I was looking at this uh with a certain kind of like wizard flash style deck and being able to flash in wizards and stuff at upkeep. So it'd be like flash this in, tap two lands and opponent controls at their upkeep, and then also shock them, and you get a 2-2 wizard. That'll then, like, proc off some (coughs) other things. Man. Something I was thinking about and looking at today. But yeah, Noggle Head Mage. It's an uncommon.
1: So you guys ready for the big feel bad on this list? (sighs) Are you really going to say this is the big feel bad? Yes. Man, JB. (laughs) I'm butthurt about this, okay? <laughs> so they're reprinting Arkham's Astrolabe in here after it got banned. Makes me mad.
0: chroma's Memorial. Uh, chain Veil getting reprint. Electrostatic
1: Pummeler. everflowing Chalice again. Isochron Scepter is also in here. <laughs> Lotus blooms getting printed. Ooh.
0: More ad stuff. Panharmonicon. Platinum Angel. Ooh. Wink, wink nod, nod. That episode is gonna be getting released this Friday. I was wondering when that was gonna get released. Yeah. Skull Clamp. Swift Boots. Oh, Tech. I love Tech. Okay. I have a I have a dragon deck with uh the Ur Dragon leading it. And tech is really fun in there and it's like tech play. Tech is a five mana colorless artifact creature dragon for a 2-2 and it gets plus 0 plus 2 as long as you control a plains has flying as long as you control an island gets plus 2 plus 0 as long as you control a swamp and has first strike as long as you control a mountain and trample as long as you control a forest In a five color dragon deck this is always going to be a four mana four four flying first strike trample for five mana nothing wrong with that no and it gets reduced with other things, like you, those little goblins. I like it. I like it a lot. Thrumming Stone, Wayfarer's Bobble. Wayfarer's Bobble is important. That's a commander staple. I believe it's a commander staple. Every commander deck should be trying to be running along one of these. Like, play this instead of uh, Soul Ring, IMO. You're just asking for it. I am. Give me your uh, best rebuttal to that. Wayfarer's Bobble better than Sol Ring. Onward to the lands. Here's one that's super cool. Command Beacon is getting a reprint. I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it's only had uh three other reprints. Well, technically two in paper. It had a Judge promo back in 2016, and the original printing in 2015. And that was a it's a almost a forty dollar uh, thirty dollar card in the normal version that you get from the Commander deck Commander 15. And the Judge gift card from 2016 is almost 40 bucks.
1: Cathedral Awards getting printed, too. Didn't know Exalted was on a land. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I
0: was playing at Sanderdin that time, too. Gemstone Mine. Yep. another Adnas piece. <laughs>
1: God. This is ridiculous.
0: Ooh, nick Those Shrine to Nyx. Oh, darn it. Price going down. Vesuva Basic Wasteland from Battle for Zendikar and the Christopher Rush Unhinged Plains. hmm Well, those are notable cards that we've seen from the list. This is actually kind of exciting. I know... I don't know. Even, even these comments, like if I open up a, 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 a Tree of Tales... Which is a common I don't think I'm gonna be upset with that, like they're a good card. the amount of cards that I got of those like currently in my collection they're a little uh damaged and stuff right now, so so j b thoughts on the list I think it's pretty cool. I think it's worth it. well, you we talked about uh prices and stuff while talking about the list. do you think that this would be a good segue to move into? The finance
1: section, probably.
0: Well, oh, perfect. Well, let's uh, let's uh do that then. Here we are, moving to the finance section.
1: Bum bum bum.
0: No 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 no. no. It's
1: ching. Get rich, bitch.
0: As always. We talk about in our finance section an amazing article written up by Peter of this week, or not this week, this uh, MTG Stocks. Uh, The article is the weekly winner's article. It's posted every Friday on uh, Uh, mtgstocks.com. He wants to let you know that uh, if you see something interesting in the world of card prices, be sure to pitch him a tweet at Peter. So if you see any prices that you want to get discussed in Weekly Winners, tweet at them. Peter would appreciate that. Now, let's talk about the first Weekly Winner, which is a Zendikar uh, Secret Lair print. Ad- Admonation Angel. We just talked about it. It's the 6-mana, six 6-6 six, six landfall uh, O-ring effect. It is now seeing an 81% increase at an all time high. Uh, the, all the prices are moving up on this thing right now. Uh, even market price is $9.09. Uh, market price is notable due to the fact that this is what everybody's going to be buying them at. When, you know, like last week was around, they were 7 bucks both. So a two dollar increase in the market price and a eighty one percent increase in the in the average does show that it is uh shows that it is a a car to be looking at um, and one of the things about this uh Peter does say this week the keyword landfall is the real winner. All three winners this week are related to the ability that sees a return in Zendikar Rising. From a design standpoint, Landfall is a great keyword to add to a set. It is an easy-to-understand ability that allows new players to add synergy to their decks without the need of elaborate schemes. It gets better when you build a complete strategy around it. So, Admination Angel is a very powerful card that's been seen in Angel-themed decks with Kalia the Vast, which just got a reprint in Double Masters. So with Double Masters having a a very powerful commander getting reprint and a Landfall Matters set with an amazing angel moves up in price. Also, it's also getting a reprint in the actual uh, commander decks. Um, We didn't mention that, but the two commander decks that are now the Planeswalker-style decks are well, the lists are fully out on that. It's a Nea and a uh, Demir deck, and the Nea one has Admination Angel in it, so it's getting a couple reprints, which is kind of exciting. I can't imagine that this price is going to be chilling at this price for too long. So, I mean, if you got them and you want to sell them, check out the appropriate buy lists or trade them uh, where you could probably get a better chance of getting better value with uh with players facebook sites or discord sites are pretty good magic financial aid has a very good a uh, trade and uh buying trade and swap site channel god that was a brutal that was a brutal plug right there it was, it was a terrible sentence <sighs> okay let's just move on next in the weekly winners we have obero palace in the clouds A card that has seen a 54% increase now at $57.25 as of Friday, but as of today, it is $58. Market price on Oboro Oboro is $28.77, so the market price hasn't caught up with the average, or the average is just way too ahead. Uh, Always focus on the market price. So. Those asking, Obero, Palace in the Clouds is a legendary land from Saviors of Kamigawa. It's only had the one print and it reads, tap add blue to your mana pool, and it has pay a colorless return Obero Palace in the Clouds to its owner's hand. What makes this super important right now is again, landfall. So, uh, yeah, with this and landfall, you're just guaranteeing yourself to get a landfall trigger each turn because you can tap Obero for the generic to return it to your hand. So in any blue blue X-style landfall deck, this is going to be super important, which is a thing now because we have a new Hedron Crab. Uh, there is a list posted up here on the Weekly Winners where it has a Hedron Crab but it can also include the new uh, crab, which I can't remember what the name is off the top of my head, but the fact that you're just guaranteeing your landfalls and milling your opponent three uh, three cards each time. The list looks super good. Right. Now we have one of uh, my favorites little-known lands that are now becoming more known, Terrain Generator. It is a land that taps and adds colors to your mana pool, or you pay to tap it, and you may put a basic land card from your hand into play. Uh this uh the version that they're uh post or they're showing here is the dual deck Jace vs. Chandra specifically. But apparently the dual deck anthology version of this card, which has the newer border, <laughs> a crazy buyout, uh or a speculation price uh so in august 31st it was a four dollar card for the anthology version which has a different border but then as soon as september 2nd came around there were people online that were selling it for 28 dollars and it moved up in price not that really important to be talking about this one because the market value of terrain generator is still at four dollars <laughs> do not be buying any any terrain generators for over that if if you want to be a kind of weird, scummy person that trades off it for the value of $20. Let's take a look, actually. Let's go, let's go and see who is selling this all mine. Buy on TCG Play for $21. Jesus. Who's selling this for $21? Victory Games and then Fort Polk. Both around 20 bucks for this one fucking land. Good Lord. Jesus guys, like what are you trying to do? Does this card really look like a twenty dollar land to you? Don't buy this at twenty bucks, folks. Get it for its four dollars. It's definitely what it's worth. But yeah, uh, there's your weekly winners, JB. How about you take it away with some cheap pickups?
1: Well, here we have another frequent flyer. Yeah, this has been on a couple times within the last couple months. Right? We got Glimmer Void sitting at $5.99. Still trending down. Good stuff.
0: I don't know. No. When it comes to lands moving down in price, I definitely want to like put a, put a pin in this to let people... Or not a pin. Emphasize. Emphasize the fact this is a land that's starting to get to that $5 range. Here, let's take a quick look and see if any place on tcg player are selling it for cheaper yeah on tcg player you can buy it for $3.40 you can get it for two a heavily played version for $2.82 jesus christ are these all heavily played these are all heavily played let's go to
1: <laughs> i mean they all tap the same right
0: Yeah, near mint light plays, you're getting around $3.95 online with $0.78 cents shipping. Land, lands like this are under 5 bucks. could be very important. I don't know, and especially if like Urza-style decks start to branch out into more than one color.
1: Right. So next up, we have Spellskite. Sitting at $5.95. Record low and trending down.
0: This is the uh, modern Masters version. If you want a cheaper version of this, the double Masters one is going for around three bucks.
1: Oh, wow. And then last up, we have Vendillion Click. And it's sitting at $13.04. And it's trending downward. Modern Masters version.
0: This was a, a big fucking player. I'm pretty sure it gets played a little bit in Legacy and stuff. But the, I remember back in the day, V-Click was always the card that was like control, Uh, what control kind of like wanted. You know, it was, I mean. Pssst. Hey, stop eating that. <laughs>
1: No, it
0: it was the uh you know brazen borrower before brazen borrower you know like they're still in contention with each other which one is the best but yeah vidalian click moving down market price for the modern masters version is ten dollars and 91 cents it is the cheapest version of it um compared to all the other ones all the other ones are still around that 12 to uh range, unless you want the judge promo, which
1: is $70. And that was it for the cheap pickups. Thank you, JB. (laughs) You're welcome for the segue.
0: It wasn't much of a segue. (laughs) Cheap pickups? Where are we going with that? That was like, cheap pickups is like what your truck was.
1: Right? It was. bad
0: joke is bad. Well, how about we then do an actual attempt of a segue here to deck of the week. This one we grabbed from our new favorite deck building site, Moxfield. This deck site is amazing. Just want to emphasize that here and now. Here we have a Abzan Yurion drift
1: deck. For modern. Yeah, this is like ultimate hot jank here. So it's a uh, Yorion as your com-
0: as your companion. Uh, as everybody knows, Yorion, your companion restriction is making a deck with uh eighty cards. And then when the ETBs, yeah, flicker things. So it has a lot of cards. Yeah it has a lot of cards that etb here which is important uh but we were looking at this and it's like wow there's the only things that are etbing here i mean all the etbs are like a lot of singletons a one a lot of one ofs uh let's start off with the creature package here what they got going on and then we'll move on we have a three of a Boreal grazer which will uh essentially ramp you siege rhino a deck with siege rhino that's one thing that made me like that was like oh yeah we got to talk about this deck it has a siege rhino in it abzan one for a four or five etps uh, each opponent loses three life and you gain three life it has cavalier of dawn which blows up things and makes golems and when it dies you return an artifact creature enchantment from a graveyard to your hand Stonehorn Dignitary, which is a very common card to be having in these Blink-style decks. Typically you see it in like a Soul Herder-style thing. It ETBs and your opponent skips their combat for 4 mana. Sun Titan has a Singleton of Sun Titan. A Singleton Elvish Reclaimer also has a Singleton Thrag Tusk. And then we start moving into where it has a couple more of. Two Charming Prince three Wall of Blossoms, three Ewits, two Night of Autumns, and three Wall
1: of Omens. Alright, so now for the sorceries here. We've got three Edge of Autumn, four Life from the Loam, one Idyllic Tutor, one Primal Command, one Unearth, one Winds of Abandon, and one Wrath of God. And a lot of singletons crazy instance we have three assassin's trophy uh two latimer's call and then as far as our enchantments go we got four astral drift and one cast out
0: so astral drift is what this deck is really based around and astral drift is white two for an enchantments when you cycle astral drift or another cycle or cycle another card while Astral Drift is on the battlefield, you may exile target creature if you do return that card to the battlefield under its owner's control at the beginning of the next end step, and it has cycling for two and white. Uh, so cycling is a big thing in here, but if you were listening, we didn't have a lot of cycling creatures or sorceries or instants. Uh, the only cycling thing we have is Edge of Autumn, which is the three of, uh, cycling sack land And it's a green one, if you control four or fewer lands, search your library for a basic land, put it into play, tap, then shuffle your library. The other one is Unearthed for Cycling 2, and you pay a black sorcery, return to your creature with converted mana cost three or less from your graveyard to the battlefield. And there's no creatures that have cycling. Uh, Cast Out is your other cycling enabler, and then Astral Drift is your, your other cycling enabler. But where your cycling is at is in the land section specifically. Uh, Life of the Loam, it's a four of here. So the thing that it's trying to achieve is when it cycles cards, it's trying to then pick them back up with Life from the Loam and be blinking all of these singleton creatures here um, that we're trying to figure out, or that we figured out. There are four Tranquil Thicket, which is the. Mono green cycling, the single green cycling land, uh, four secluded steep, which is the single white cycling land, barren uh, one of that for the uh, single black cycling land, and then Ditha Triome, which is a triome that cycles. And those are all your cycling stuff that actually have cycling. It's, uh, it's ten lands. An enchantment. Uh, f- so 15 cards that cycle. Oh, uh, 15, 16, 19, 19 cards that cycle. I, fr- I forgot to count the the sorceries there. Uh, the Eldamery's call. The cool thing about this, uh, we were talking about all these singleton creatures up here. The Eldamery's call can essentially count as making it a third, uh, the second and third copy of each of these single singletons of. You draw an Eldermere's call, and you are able to get that Stonehorn dignitary, or that Threg tusk, or that Siege Rhino, if you need it at that moment. Right, and it's instant speed. Uh, there's 36 lands in here. Uh, feel that should be noted as well. Uh, noted as well because it needs the uh, the 80 card, uh, 80 cards because of Yorion. Uh, some of the tech in the uh, the main board, you know, like Night of Autumn, uh, as a way to be, like, removing things uh, because it can hit enchantments, getting you life against burn. But the way that you're drawing through your deck is really with, like, potentially blinking Wall of Blossoms and Wall of Omens. Uh, This seems like to be a deck where you want to be casting Yorion as soon as possible. Right? You know, because... If if you get, like, the Wall of Blossoms or the Wall of Omens out or an Arboreal Grazer, like, those are all okay targets that you want to be, like, blinking with. Even getting a single blink is not as bad because then you can get, like, additional blinks with the Charming Prince later on. Yeah. And, I mean, you got Primal Command. Like, if Yorion does go to the graveyard, you can shuffle up your library, get Yorion
1: back into your library, and maybe have a chance of getting it back that way. Honestly, I think Orion is more just for having that extra larger pool and then having it as a backup blink all right, well let's take a step back and think of it this way then like whats what
0: would you have to do to cut this down to sixty? What 20 cards is this just really trying to like reach for the stars play the eighty cards have everything at your disposal like toolboxy kind of thing? Because, you know, I see this deck right here, and the way that it, I'm I'm seeing it, I believe that it's very, uh, very uh, built against, uh, p- built to combat, like, burn. Because you got Siege Rhinos, Thrag Tusks, Charming Prince, and Knight of Autumns. All of those are gaining you life.
1: But there's still no Deep Forest Hermit?
0: I mean, no. No, there's not. Would that... Would that be
1: something I'm trying to think, like I mean can you really be a blink deck without having Deep Force Hermit? Well this deck is trying to be.
0: Uh yeah, no. I think this deck is super cool. It has it has the, the ability to like pivot in certain ways. You know, Wrath of God, Winds of Abandoned, it has two main board wraths. Idyllic Tutor, uh we didn't we, we just we didn't like talk about that, that much, but idyllic tutor allows you to get that astral drift when you really need it. Or a cast-out, the singleton cast-out. Um, in the land section here, we should probably mention, you know, it gets the fetches, it has... Uh, oh, I almost forgot, Scattered Grove was another cycling land. Yeah, there's two. So there's 21 uh, cycling targets. Jeez, look at me. It has, it has those. It has the fetches, has the shocks, snow-covered plains, Field of Ruin, Ghost Quarters... And finally, Field of the Dead. So many different lands having the Field of the Dead in here just to help also expand your reach, uh, help achieve you get to that late game, you know, with a Boreal Grazer. And if you do get Elvish Reclaimer out, it allows you to be able to get that uh, Field of Ruin. Not Field of Ruin, Field of the Dead. (laughs) Sun Titan can also bring that back, fun fact as well because it is a Permit with CMC 3 or less. Well, Let's talk a little bit about maybe the uh, the sideboard here. Uh, the sideboard has an additional card with Cycling in it with uh, Forsake the Worldly, White 2, Instant, Exile, at Target, Artifact, or Enchantment, and Cycling 2 Colorless. There's also 2 Ashiok Dream Renderers, a single Blast Zone, 2 Chokes, 3 Collective Brutalities... Another Knight of Autumn, two Nile spell bombs, two obstinate Baloths in in the sideboard, and then Yorion. When you see the sideboard, JB, what are your what are your thoughts that come to mind?
1: I mean it's pretty decent.
0: It looks like it can expand and like hit a lot of stuff. There's you know, there's a good amount of graveyard hate with Ashiok and Nile Spell Bomb. Uh blue hate as well because you know you got choke, Collective brutality. Uh collector brutality is also good against burn and also against control because you're able to get in there and like pick out the uh the counter spells. Obstinate Baloth against you know any Grixis rack style deck that's making you discard everything. Just giving yourself a four four that gains you four. It's uh pretty potent right there. And with, uh, with those Rack-style decks, they got to be able to uh, revolt a Fatal Push just to get rid of it. Right. I mean, all in all, this deck looks pretty good. The curve on this deck is pretty solid. Uh, the average CMC of the main board is 1.43. A lot of two-mana spells, and it starts expanding up into the higher ends, but that's where uh, the main majority of it is at. Uh, you have twenty one, twenty one two drops here, and then you got five one drops, and ten three drops. Yeah. Dude. So little little side note here, Moxfield. It's so great that it like displays all of this stuff right here. It has a little playtest option as well. If we wanted to get into it, I don't think we're gonna, because we definitely drug this uh, this deck tech. Uh, this deck of the week out a little bit right I think we milked it for what she's worth I would say so Danny you should have been here to keep us on track right god damn it Danny (laughs) but I think that's a good place to end this that's another episode under the belt there Mm mhm well let's go into this ending thank you all for listening to this episode you are truly legendary magic folk for listening all the way to the end if you got all the way to the end thank you thank you thank you uh, as always, make sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, check out the Discord. Uh, we got some good stuff moving on in there. I now just added a, a couple new channels where we're sharing music that we're all listening to, or where we're sharing, uh, well, hopefully at some point, uh, this one's still in the work of Pokemon Go. A specific channel uh, working on that. To all those magic nerds that also play Pokemon Go, here's the plug for the Discord. If you guys have any questions, comments, concerns, hit us up on any of those platforms, or you can send us an email at thisweekinmtg at gmail.com. Make sure to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform so you don't miss another any episode. Episodes are up Tuesday. Uh, and yeah, there we go. Check out J-Dub's Sports Card and Gaming of Fire North Dakota. They are our amazing sponsor that... Hey. They got so many good products, good deals. Their prices are really hard to beat a lot of the times with like sealed products. They still have brawl decks. Like uh I'm pretty sure Josh has the uh Esper Brawl Deck, which has Smothering Tithe in it, for twenty bucks. Pretty sure I saw that there. Uh this is me having gone there in like a week. <laughs> oh man. But uh, J uh, Dubs really hard, really hard to beat. Some of their prices. Go check them out. Check out their website. Follow them on Facebook. And yeah, JB, do you got anything else that you want to say? Nope. Nope. I'm good. Oh, oh oh oh! We'll we'll add this here. Be on the lookout later this week for an episode that's dropping. A special one. It doesn't have an official name yet. We're still talking about it, but it's a bonus episode. <laughs> Uh, but I know we hinted at it back in uh, uh, many episodes ago already but it's going to be coming out this Friday I think later this week, I'm not going to say Friday, later this week (laughs) just to be safe but with that we'll catch you guys next week see ya, bye